This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me You not gonna do nothing, you are not above me I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Only Friends Podcast. It's just me and the tortoise today. How's it going, man? And Mr. Guapo behind the mm-hmm. uh, the ones and twos. We're a little late. We apologize. We're waiting on one poo dog. Mm-hmm. She's on her way. Yeah, she'll be here when mm-hmm. she gets here, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Man, I got to tell you, it's quiet. It's very quiet. Very, very quiet. It's always quiet. Nothing Less poppin'. quiet when, yeah, when, when Mr. Poppin's not here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing poppin' today except his fucking face. <laughs> oh, nice. He's training. Oh, man. We're Get, in these streets. This now, grip strength I, I really, must, does I, that really uh, enhance the Well, slap? fattens the hand up, Brian. And I don't yeah. know if you've noticed, but I got, got quite some. the meat paw mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Yep. Okay. You might be able to slap him in the face and punch him in the chest at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> one inch punch him uh big shout out to efro who sent me these wonderful training material uh i'll be working on my gorilla uh, grip here yeah we're, we're we're trying to get in a thousand reps per show i mm-hmm. think that's what are you at right now about, uh, what are we at right now we're at oh only 25 okay. maybe a thousand a is a bit ambitious you, you should you should actually <laughs> just take it to the table yeah that's true just all day mm-hmm. you should actually have rob over at the gym uh write up a uh, a workout plan for right. you <laughs> now rob if you were gonna slap a motherfucker in and the you face hit him as hard as you could and you wanted to hit him as hard as you could and knock his ass out shoulders and lats <laughs> yeah. just just you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta get that see you gotta get that locked in you know that that's that's what you train with grip mm-hmm. strength you know it locks the shoulder in place yeah you know so you gotta start with that closed fist so you're really locked in and then mm-hmm. it's just weigh and measure a lot of core weigh exercise and well. measure Hello, Melissa. Oh, there she is. We're just talking about slapping Conrad in the face. Mm-hmm. You know, Efro sent me a nice little training mechanism here. We got we got a little grip strength trainer. You know, grab his face. No, no. This is to make my hand bigger. We all, can we pan off me for a second? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. no let's, we got to show. This is, this is what you yeah. get for coming in tardy. Wow, look at that shirt. I don't know what a jaunt is. Are you still. trying? Ja- no, there's no T. Sorry, John. Well, you, yeah, I think I know what jaunt is. Isn't it a disease? Like jaundice? John, no. Those <laughs> are two <laughs> different <laughs> words. Are you, trying to, are you trying to spawn a football conversation with that shirt? Well, I figured out since spawn I missed the right it, word. I'll just... Yeah, we'll allow it. No, because I don't want to talk about the Steelers. <laughs> so. You want to talk about well, the lucky birds. Lucky for you, we get to talk the about birds. the birds. They're a three-point home dog this week against the Niners. Who knew? How, uh, They're a home dog. Yeah, three point dog versus Sounds the Niners. Like free money. Does sound like free money. I'm not gonna lie. Like if I were gonna, if I were gonna bet, if I were a betting game, man. If I were a betting man, I were gonna bet this game, is, uh, which I'm not. Is there like something we don't know? Is is Jalen hurt? I, I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, I, uh, he did. He's always a little hurt. Well, he hurts. You know? he hurts a little yeah. bit. Yeah, Jalen hurts. Love hurts. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, it's the revenge game. You know, yeah. the NFC Championship replayed all over again, except this time the Niners aren't going to have 27 injuries in the first quarter. Are the Niners right. really good right now? They are really good. They're good. Yeah. They're but not. They well, they're not Niners. Teams. Well, listen, here's the thing. <laughs> the The Eagles have won very ugly. Yeah. Uh, no one's talking about it because they're 9-1. But like it's, if they the middle it, part has been rough. If they were wearing black and gold right now, there'd be a lot of hate getting thrown their way mm-hmm. with how ugly they've won. But that just speaks to how shitty everyone else is playing. Yeah, that's... That's not wrong. Sure. That's that's not wrong. So, the NFC's down real bad what, this year. Can you explain this shirt? Yeah, what does John, John mean? It means anything you want. I don't what like that John, this John. For uh, is that, it's a it's a oh, Philly thing? Yeah. It's so funny. I thought it was I literally thought it was the name John. Mm-mm. I Me thought too. That, I thought that they too. just no, called just things John. Filler for like anything. Like this, John. Man, oh, your that John are over so there. Stupid. What do you mean? You guys say fucking. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I can't. Yins. Right, I you can't. Guys say yeah. Yins. Yeah, it's a derivative of guys, it's which is you say use guys. Okay, but yins guys is doesn't even. It's harder oh, to joint. say. So it's like joint. Yeah, originally. that okay. joint, John. And John, just a thing. 
Wait, mm. what, what, what is your issue with the ends? It's a derivative of Because you. it's harder to say than you. It's more effort. You realize that your people say use. No, that's like Jersey. It's also Jersey. Well, <laughs> you're, you're, mi let, you're mixing. Let's not pretend like Philly isn't Jersey adjacent. It is, it is but it, that's, that's more of a Jersey thing. Jersey actually might be Philly adjacent. South Philly? Yeah, South it is. To be quite honest. Well, no, because like South Jersey is, but then there's like... I know, like how they North call it Jersey. the equivalent to y'all. It is. It, it, well, yeah, is. but just instead of, you know... Uh, that's no, fair. not really <laughs> though, because you would say Yin's guys and not y'all guys. I think you would say y'all guys. I, I think they would just leave off guys, but yeah. if you were to include guys, I think it would be y'all guys. Okay. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're right. It's more of a it's more of a use derivative. Mm -hmm. My, than my it is. dad gets so upset. Use guys over because there. He's like, it's not yins, it's yuns. Yuns. Yuns? That's Yo, like with a U. He's like, why is there's no I in it? It should be y yeah, it's it's like nobody says yins. Everyone says you guys yuns. Say what do yuns. No, 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 no. yuns? He he's adamant about that's it. That's like youngins. Right. That's like that's like but, well he's right, but, but there's there's a lot it's of a people, very it's a, a very people, rural it's a rural Pittsburgh area. That's what I said. That's what yeah. I said. I said outside <laughs> the Pittsburgh area they say yuns. Right. In sp Pittsburgh specifically they Correct. say yins. It's for sure, yuns. yeah. Plus yins is more marketable. Well, now. Yeah. What do? <laughs> <laughs> it looks All over the t-shirts. I got, I got t-shirts that it, it says is, yins it on is, it. It is a clear, like, progression mm -hmm. as you move west. Like, it's used on the on the east coast with, like, New York, Jersey, whatever. And then as you start to progress west up to Pittsburgh, it becomes well, yins. I think with, I, like... No with, one I, I knew growing up said use. Yeah. With the, oh, with the we internet... Were the smarty yeah. arty? With, yeah, we were. <laughs> I had strawberry jelly. <laughs> oh, yeah. strawberry Yins jelly. Has a, Yins has become a nationwide thing. No, no not, not that people say it's Yins. delusional. Not, not that people say Yins, but they understand, like, now you hear it, like, you know, in mainstream people calling people from Pittsburgh Yinzers. They'll say you're, okay, you're Yinzers, yeah. right? When I, I grew didn't up, know I think with, like, social I media, with the internet, yeah, yeah, he's right. it's, it's, it's grown to, like, now people know people from Pittsburgh as Yinzers. I think Yinzers. maybe Pat McAfee has helped that. I'm sure he Perhaps. has, yeah, for well, sure. I, th I think the other, um, the other, th fuck, I lost my train of thought. There, <laughs> there was another aspect to this. Uh, it, it it passed. Yeah, I don't know. All the blood it flows in your hand. That's true. I Berkey's, yeah, he's, I was clicking and thinking. Those, and... Actually, because my grip is so weak. Oh, Efro sent too. Really? Oh, there we yeah, go. There's another one downstairs. Yep. I'm gonna use it. Yeah. I uh, I've started a new workout regimen. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. No more P90X. No more P90X. He's graduated. You graduated. Right, you, did right. the you go backwards. So, so P90X, as somebody who's done them all, it's right. very important You've done to three. You never did three. No, because it's too pussy. Oh, you know it's who, not hey, pussy. Okay, that's rude. Do but you know, you, think, yeah. you know who else does P90X? I think is Poker Face Ash. Yeah, yeah she, she does. does. Right? She does. Yeah, she don't fuck around with three because it's like twenty minute long workouts. It's thirty minute long oh. plus the warm up plus the cool down. Okay. <laughs> um, well. but so I'm now doing P90X two, which is um twice as long so they're hour workouts okay um i didn't get fully through the first one. <laughs> <laughs> what happened <laughs> I ran out of time oh okay i was like i have to eat and then i gotta That's get okay. to the pod if you ran and out, then, as long as you yeah. didn't quit because right. you it was too hard I'm not sure if i would have got through it if i tried here here's the thing um, about p90x uh, yeah. so i did p90x the original one when it first came out in is, 2009 is that the one? no i'm thinking of bowflex yes uh, you you need both they both flex. have x's in it. you need bowflex dumbbells for this for sure oh um, oh, like the the uh, adjustable ones. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Oh, sick! Uh, shout out to Heavy Dizzer. He he's a member. He said, "Hey, Berkey, that tweet I tagged you in on Pat McAfee's timeline won me five hundred bucks." Wow! No way. Nice. nice, pretty yes. sick. Let's Congratulations! Go. That's awesome. Um, so I did the original one. I think it was two thousand nine. So I was like twenty eight at the time. Mm -hmm. I legitimately got in the absolute best shape I had ever been in, wow. in my life. Is it all body weight stuff? Mostly used dumbbells for some stuff. It's like but calisthenics. It, the really what it is is it's the consistency and how hard you choose to push yourself. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like I genuinely almost threw up the first step or the first uh, workout that I did, mm -hmm. and I treated it that hard as much as I could throughout. Um, and I was also just like twenty eight. So right. like if I just showed up seven days a week to a workout and pushed, I was going to get in really good shape. But I put on like a reasonable amount of mass and cut a fair amount of fat through a workout that was just, you know, you could do it in a hotel room. Yeah. So I, cool. I do think there's upside to it. The issue is, is that it's, it's just, you know, Beachbody is just like churning out shit yeah. to get people, 
fixated on yeah exactly so i tried p90x2 it's 30 minutes shorter it's significantly easier oh so does it get easier as you go two three right right they they get shorter that's why i'm going backwards so i start with three then i'm gonna go to two and if i can get through two i'll think about doing one yeah it's weird (laughs) that they have it in the other order because you would think it would get harder well i think no no i think what it is is you do they, they came out with the first one and then it was just like Oh, people like this, and but you know, some people think ah, oh, it's too people hard. People don't have ninety right. minutes. They don't have ninety minutes, yeah. and then and yes, they do. No, That's they don't. Such a lot of people don't. They do. They really, really don't. They, everybody, they she's are, right. They, everybody they do. does. No, they do. Not people that work mm. ten hours a day, <laughs> yeah, like a real know. job, a normal nine to five job where they and okay, they have maybe not ninety minutes, and, but they have an right. hour. I mean, it's an hour's tough. Like I'm thinking, like, they, do I have an hour? If they stop fucking scrolling reels, they have an hour. Yeah, but we're not going to stop scrolling reels. Here's here's the real crux of this conversation. It's it's kind of nice because it dovetails into the bigger convo later but when you say that they don't have 90 minutes uh are you coming from a place where this 90 minutes is a chore or it's a form of self-care right like do they like it if they liked it they would carve out they would prioritize because i promise you they can find not find 90 minutes to binge snack right no i mean okay or watch reality tv right right of course but like you know, it's it's tough. Like it, you're right. You're if right. You like build if you build it really, in as a part of your like, yeah. If you really you know, like to do it, but no, if it was a chore, which working out to most people is, <laughs> yeah, only for the first part though. Right. I mean, it's really yeah. like you get into mm-hmm. once you get into a groove, you crave it, and yeah. then it's easy from there. Right. I, and then this is like you know, a lot of people are like very tired after work and don't feel like doing it. And, yeah, you know, I get tough, that. Life's you know. hard. You know, I hate yeah. to jump the shark and and get to the. uh get to the main storyline here too soon, mm-hmm. especially because there's a lot that I plan to put in front of it. But I think it's a good segue into this. Like the, the, the mentality of things being chores that you've already kind of designated as being important to you mm-hmm. in some capacity is such a fucking trap. I know. Right. Like, yeah, it just doesn't matter if you like things that you've already allocated as being necessary. Once it becomes you know, a chore, it's, it's a it's, chore. It's kind of weird. Like for me, I like once like I get the craving to do it. Like yeah. I, I I haven't worked out in like the last like probably two months or so, and then I'm like I I, I want to. Yeah. Like I, I I was like excited to do it this morning. I want to like get back into it. I like the way I feel after I'm working out for a significant amount of time. But then I get to like a point where like I'm like I don't I I like I don't know I I get like tired of it or well, that I get initial... like or like I'll 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 fall off and then I won't do it and then I won't feel like doing it. Yeah. And then that like leads to a week to two weeks to a that. month until i f- then i feel like doing it again it's it's that's that, well, very the strange. In- it's the initial that initial excitement mm-hmm. isn't sustainable it's like when it's like that'll it maybe get you, in, hits the it'll get you in the screen. door but then like you gotta kind of like go through the 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 sludge of like the two weeks or so that your body is like uh, what the fuck and then and then you'll start to feel like shitty that, when you don't do it. I like that. It. No, I like that initial. I know my everyone body's does. Sore. The initial is great. Feel, yeah, because you're like, oh, it's novelty. But then, and like, you feel like you, you feel like that's not sustainable, right? You you see like immediate feedback. Like, yeah, your body is sore. Like, you, wow, you feel I should do this better, all the time. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your but muscles that's are not, a little That's swole, the part that you got to get they, through. They normally are. And then it's more like for me, like if I miss two days in a row, I feel like shit. So then it's like, oh, well, if I don't want to feel like shit, I have to go work out. Yeah. Well, but, I, but the problem I, is you feel like shit, which makes it hard to go work out. So no, uh, I, know it's, the, I know it's the only thing that's going to make me feel not shit. Mm, I guess I'm kind of yeah. curious to hear Brian's side, because I think you and I align a lot more with this. Uh, when you describe it as that cycle of I start to crave it, therefore I pursue it, and then I grow weary of it, therefore I stop. Does that at all uh serve you in whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish yeah uh, maybe grow weary of it was a bad way to put it i it's it's like i'll like just fall off and i won't like or something will happen to the momentum something will happen where i'll get super busy and then i won't do it or i'll 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 you know travel or something where i don't do it and then and then it's hard to get back into it and then when i don't get back into it if I don't get back into it right away, then like a week passes and then a second week passes yeah. and then I don't think about it anymore. Yeah. And then, and then like, before you know it, a couple months pass right. and then I'm like, shit, I haven't worked out for a while. I need to like, 
you know, I need to get back into this. And then I force myself to get back into it. And then I'm happy that I did it. And when I'm doing it, I'm happy again. And I'm like, this is great. I feel good. Mm-hmm. I, I need to continue to do And I'm always, every time I'm like, okay, I'm just going to not stop. And this is yeah. the time where like, this is not going to happen again, but cycle, it just always like, a does. Lot of times before. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the point that I was, I was trying to arrive at by asking that is if you're reliant upon the way you feel as far as like your emotions around the activity is as a guy not just an emotional thing it's a physical thing too yeah, yeah like, but there, there's, there's a yeah. big 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 correlation there yeah. probably yeah Sorn- like, when- Sor- soreness is is nothing it's not gonna like because once you start working out like, it goes away and so. not only that like like no, if I, we're talking about I like i don't mean just soreness i mean like i feel tired. good like no like after a couple like if i'm doing it for a couple months i feel good too oh. and i like the way I oh feel. yeah that's the positive response but i'm right. saying like if if you use your feelings so to speak as a barometer for whether or not you should uh do that thing that day um then i think you become very subjective or, or subjected to uh, like erroneous feedback mm-hmm. where it's really easy to have baked in excuses. Like I'm sore, mm-hmm. for example. No, I know it. I, I know it needs to be more of just like a routine. Like you brush your teeth every day. You work out every day. It's kind yeah, of like I, this isn't a thing. criticism for you. This right. is more of like a segue into the larger yeah. conversation at hand, which is this notion of if you play poker, you should only do so when you feel like it. Um, yeah. Because that's just not the way anything in life that requires like the some... way you are with working out, I'm with poker. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that, that's right. just like not the way anything in life that requires any level of effort works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if you're doing anything with the uh, with the end goal of having some sort of gain, right? In poker, it's financially uh, working out. It's physically. If that's if that's the purpose behind it and then there are a bunch of other ancillary uh benefits to it right like call it you feel better you're chasing endorphins like you get these uh you know other positive feedback building pro you're building something yeah making yeah, yeah progress uh those are all all ancillary but the main goals are just like you know production based if that's the case it's always going to require time energy and effort mm-hmm. right so uh, obviously, like I'm referring to this tweet that, that Torelli put out yesterday that was, you know, 10,000 words on why he would rather. I wish the Twitter would go back to like enough. <laughs> you two, enough of the fucking long ass. I'm not reading a, a fucking essay on Twitter. Look, sometimes I want to see poop jokes and I want to see. We know your fucking brand. And that's it. Sometimes, sometimes putting a blog here. post on Twitter is nice, especially because they don't let you they don't yeah. let you promote links anymore. There's a reason for that. <laughs> No, it's a double-edged sword. You can't blog on Twitter and you can't put a blog link on Twitter. You, you know what? If I see more than four paragraphs, mute. Yeah, we get it. Like <laughs> you treat you treat this the same way you treat playing poker. Yeah. You don't want to put any effort in. Uh, if you actually want to grab information from things, though, it's sometimes going to require reading a thread. Um, but anyway, the whole point is like you know, <laughs> this 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 whole. Uh, I could have saved millions of dollars with this one trick. Mm-hmm. And it's That's only why I don't play... like the threads because it's usually yeah. that. Yeah, to be course. fair, in my defense, the threads are usually some bullshit. And then at the end, he goes, sign up for my played group yeah no of course that's that's totally reasonable and i get that usually if i'm writing a thread it's because i'm not on the podcast and i need to rant yeah yeah uh but this isn't about (laughs) this isn't about threads although we could probably (laughs) do a segment on that as well uh but yeah just like the notion of you know basically mass cope of like well i just wasn't really feeling it today and when i think back on all the times that I wasn't feeling it, you know what? I noticed that I lose. Yeah, I know. It's such a, a cognitive trap. Like, it's bullshit. It's a lie. I know. It's, it's a lie. It's, and you know it's what? like the, me saying, like, when the, I don't feel like working out, my workout is shit. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, like, I can push through it with working out because it's physical. But when it's mental, I'm like, oh, like, I'm not going to be able to think right. I'm going to make mistakes. Yeah. But the the my biggest winning session ever was when I felt like, oh, I I don't feel good. I'm going to lose today. And of then course. I won the most. Of yeah. Them. I can think of countless times yeah, where like, want- I'm like, man, I really didn't feel like playing it. And you have that feeling like, man, I'm, I'm glad I sucked it up and went and played yeah, because yeah. I did well. And I won. Or you even won- sometimes right. I'll go and I'll, I, I won't win or something, but I'll still be glad I went. Cause I feel like I played fine. Yeah. You want to know why? 
Hmm. Because any one given session, when you zoom in on any one subset of minimal hours that have almost no contribution to your overall volume, it's pre—it's almost predetermined what yeah. your outcome is going to be. Yeah. Plus or minus some amount of big blinds, right? Yes, your decision-making process is going to be what edges out extra big blinds or costs you extra big blinds. But by and large, the distribution that you receive within that small time frame and the decisions that you make as a byproduct thereof mm-hmm. are going to determine if you want to lose. You want to know how often I lose when I feel like shit? Probably about half the time. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know how often I win when I feel like I'm a god? Half. Around half the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, this, this is such utter cope and nonsense, and it means absolutely nothing. And the notion that this was like somehow directed towards recreationals is so laughably disingenuous. Because if you're a recreational, you never have to fucking play. Right. Just yeah. don't play yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. When you, you play for fun, so you, when you feel like playing, you go play. When you don't, you don't. Right. You want to know how often I simple. shoot hoops? Never. When I'm in the fucking mood to. <laughs> yeah. I don't need someone to tell me not to go shoot hoops when I'm not in the mood. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> you know how often I sports bet? Yeah. Like, when I fucking feel like it. But this is definitely a thing that, like, get said in poker where it's like don't it is. play if you don't feel it like so w- is there any is there any truth to that for sure isn't so, it usually more described as like playing your a game b game c game sort yeah, of thing but like look we got to weed through a lot of bullshit there's there is a whole lot of uncomfortable hard truths that people are don't want to hear and then there's a lot of fluffy bullshit lies mm-hmm. that really make people feel a lot better yeah is it possible to play any variation from an A game to a D game? Of course. Nobody's saying that you should go play if you're in a wrecked mental state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I'm suggesting is the amount of time that you spend in a wrecked mental state is far less significant, or, or sorry, far less uh, amount of hours throughout the course of a year than the amount of time where you don't feel like doing the thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? And the the fact is that... If you're playing for any sort of push towards uh, an end goal, whether that's advancing through stakes, earning more money, winning your hourly, whatever the case may be, cutting out the 20 to 40% of the time that you don't feel like being there, cutting those hours out will absolutely not raise your bottom line. Right. And anybody implying that it will is just being completely disingenuous and lying. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like it comes from this place of wanting to control variance. For sure. And you feel like, you're, if I feel you're doing bad, the exact I'll opposite. run bad. Mm-hmm. But really, you're doing less hours, so it's more variance. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, you know, everybody keeps wanting to, to, to put out these banal platitudes and make it sound like they're some sort of life guru and that this is the key that you haven't yet used to unlock the greatest secrets on earth. (laughs) It's like, no, man, like it's a fucking math game. It's a math game Mm -hmm. that involves investing and risking and, you know, study and strategy. And it's like, if you have a foundational strategy in place, then showing up is going to be the toughest thing that you have to do. Right. It really is. Every time I'm like, I just have to get my ass in this. Of course. Mm -hmm. Literally. Of course. And it's like, imagine, imagine being, the same guy that says you're all not working hard enough yeah and then somehow permitting like but you don't have to play you know in the same breath it's like what are we doing we're talking about both sides of our mouth like at the end of the day if you want to be very good at this game you need to be able to not necessarily master but you need to gain control over three things number one your ability to show up Every every single day, day in and day out with like some high level of effort. It doesn't have to be A plus effort, but like you need to be in that B range as often as possible. Number two, you need to understand and be comfortable with risk. As long as like you can develop a strategy that allows you and, and whether that's a bankroll strategy or an actual on the felt strategy, whatever, that allows you to take calculated risks that are you know theoretically approved Mm -hmm. you're going to do just fine yeah and the last one is just having the the patience and the resilience i guess to ride it all out 
and understand that like it's completely out of your control in the near term. Mm -hmm. Don't don't play hand histories backwards on how I could have made the most or won the, <laughs> yeah, or, or, or lost I the do least. That a lot. It was like, oh, I could have won more. Yeah, it's like <laughs> if you find yourself in some sort of loop where you're like trying to reverse engineer how you could have altered the outcomes, yeah. then you're mentally like your mental game is weak. Mm -hmm. That's when you should be taking time off because you're missing a huge keystone of of what it takes to be a winning poker player. And that's understanding that it's out of your fucking control. Mm -hmm. The short-term variance in this game is outrageous. You know, it's no different than a guy who's a good counter at blackjack. Like, he shows up and he wins, you know, some streaks of hands. He loses long streaks of hands. You yeah, just ride swing. it the fuck out. Yeah. And it's no different here. Like, I guess I the same with trading, like day trading. Of course. Or, you know, anything like risk, anything that involves risk, you're going to swing a lot. As somebody who's, like, gone through all the phases of this, there is so much hubris and ego attached to believing that you're good at something mm -hmm. and that as a byproduct, you should win a ridiculous amount more than the next person. Yeah. And that's just like not how it works. If a losing player wins 46% of their sessions and the best player in the world gets put into that game, he might win 60 Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like you get to show up every single day and just collect checks and get to live this nice, cushy life yeah. where nothing bad ever happens to me. You know, you don't get to be Jerry Seinfeld where it's like, eh, I always just break even, you know, <laughs> just find a way to break even. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's just, it's so dishonest to put these messages out there. And it's like, you know, that's why we're memeing on this. That's why ODB throws out like, ah, oh, you know, I felt like sipping Chablis on a terrace <laughs> with yeah, a charcuterie nice. board <laughs> doing origami. Then I realized I play poker. So I went to play poker because that's what it's about. Well, like, And yeah. it's similar to the workout thing. I almost feel like because of the, the mental belief that I have where it's like, I have to feel like capable before I go in order yeah. to go. And then I, it almost manifests physically where I feel like, tired or something mm -hmm. and if i push through that and i get there and then you know you, you when you play poker you have like a slow adrenaline drip yeah so it keeps you awake yeah and so like i think i just i don't like i just get stuck in that state beforehand and then i just listen to it and it's almost of, like a paralysis yeah and yeah. then instead of going and then like once i actually sit in the seat it's fine right but because like, what else would you be doing with the time i know it's the hard, reels. The, the, yeah the <laughs> hardest thing is is making the conscious choice to sacrifice your current state yeah. and your current time. Yeah, the comfort. Yeah, and saying like, oh, I'm going to put myself in maybe a slightly uncomfortable situation and have to deal with these emotional swings. I'm not, yeah. I didn't sign up for that. I don't want to. It's so weird because it's like, I have this idea that I'm going to feel like this way or this way when I get there. And then once I get there, I'm just in poker mode right. and it's mm -hmm. fine and it goes yeah. by and it's like, it's just, I'm in this, I'm in the same state every time. I'm just like. Yeah, focusing. and that's not to say that there isn't an element of mental game to the like that would be completely dismissive if i were to take that stance that's not what i'm saying at all there's a massive amount of mental game to this but a lot of it is just getting rid of areas in which you self-sabotage yeah. which is convincing yourself you're going to lose today because yeah. i don't feel like going like mm -hmm. because i got like 30 minutes less sleep than i right. wanted to or something right like oh no i'm yellow on my whoop yes, today exactly. instead of green like not optimal <laughs> oh conditions. my workout was yeah. pretty hard right. i'm pretty tired i don't know if i can think right like these these are the ways that you self-sabotage so these are mental game fails mm -hmm. and like yeah there's a lot of fortitude that you need to build there's a lot of resilience to the swings and there's an emotion like an even keeled nature that has to be developed in, a, in order to have a strong mental game. And all of these things are very worthy to work on. They're very worthy to take note of and, you know, to remove yourself from the stressful situation whenever you recognize that you are kind of failing yeah. in those areas. But I got to tell you, if you're failing more than like 1% of the days, that you're supposed to be doing your job, this isn't for you. Yeah. It's not. Or you're not working hard enough at correcting that 1%, mm -hmm. right? Like, even, you know, through my trials and tribulations, uh, the point at which I just could not figure out what else to do that I finally broke down and reached out to Elliot, it was so much of that defeatist attitude where I'm playing in like one of the softest high stakes games in the world and I'm showing up every day and get my brains kicked in. Mm -hmm. And so much of it was just being dealt 
a losing session. Uh-huh. You're going to get to play for four hours. You're going to see a couple hundred hands. In that distribution, you are meant to lose today. But you're choosing to lose 700 big blinds in a spot where somebody who is stable emotionally and present in the game and capable of playing their best is losing 125. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you exasperate the problem. Like in those situations, yeah, you need outside help. You need to work on mental game. You need to stop self-sabotaging. Yeah. But like you don't need a fucking charcuterie board. <laughs> You know, uh, I love uh, a good charcuterie board. I mean, yeah. Hit the fucking gym. <laughs> I'm going to hit the gym. Then I'm going to have some salami. <laughs> All right, that's that's that's, that's kind of fair. Um, yeah, I I think I just I need to like just transfer the way I feel about the gym to poker, and then mm-hmm. I'll be good. Does I mean, poker, does poker yeah. still feel like a job, Melissa? Um, yeah, but I actually like that part. It's just that you like that. It feels I don't like, a job? like doing a job poorly. Hmm. So then if I think I'm going to do poorly or like I, I'm not going to be able to like think well or something, then I just sabotage it. Yeah. Cause I like, it's like a perfectionism it. thing. Like I want to be, like, I want to feel perfect when I show up and it's just kind of like a, I think you can thing. feel like a job and still, I, I love I've it. Always like, 20 years, I've always like, I've always liked, I, I feel like fulfilled when I am working and I sabotage that by like thinking I need to be perfect in order to perform. Yeah. Like I, I view creating content, specifically coaching content as a job, but when I get into it, I, I truly love it. Yeah. yeah. Like I when dread... I was driving back from poker, I was like, I feel so good. Like just, I, I didn't even win that day, but I was like, I just feel good that I showed up and I'm working. Yeah. So I think if I just take a mental snapshot of that feeling, and it's like doesn't matter what the result is. I just am happy I showed up. Yeah. Well, this is like the ironic way in which laziness presents, right? Like people think like I'm not a lazy person uh, because you know I kind of project that I, I grind and I'm, yeah. I'm on it, and that that part You're, is true. You got the David Goggins brand. Yeah. To but uh, <laughs> but I don't. That's the thing is, and that's what separates Goggins from me is that I am so lazy brained in so many aspects where it's just easier to not do the thing. Yeah. And like you know. The difference being is that the thing I'm not doing is very micro in my life. Where for a lot of people, the thing they're not doing is very macro. Mm -hmm. Today's not the day they're going to change their diet. Today's not the day they're going to hit the gym. Today's not the day that they're going to ensure that they get in five days of sessions this week instead of three. Mm -hmm. I, I check those boxes, right? But maybe I don't check in with my family and friends often enough. Maybe I don't, uh, you know, spend enough time doing like little things that would improve my my state of mind whether it's like being outside a little bit more or going to play pickleball like whatever like these little things right where it's just way easier Mm -hmm. to zone out and watch squid game yeah and like you know that's where we just kind of have to have some sort of uh mental checklist of like how lazy am i going to allow myself to be because we all have it in us even goggins has laziness in him Mm -hmm. it's just does he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah He's but, human. No. Yeah, is but he? it's like he allows... Is he human? <laughs> well, you know, He allows like, yeah. you know, maybe 1% to 5% of laziness to creep in. Right. Where like, I might allow like 25% right. to creep in. Yeah, and there yeah. are other people who like live their life lazy. Mm-hmm. And those are the easy ones where it's just like, no, you're so fucking lazy because 80% of your life is making the easy decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? But like, uh, you know, I, I kind of replied to Alec and I said, this is quite literally a rich take because you have to be so rich... To say, like, oh, I'm not going to go play this good game yeah. because mentally I'd, I'm just not there. Right. You know, I'd, right. I'd much rather just kind of, like, hang out on the beach. <laughs> yeah. nice. Who the fuck wouldn't? Like, whoever gets sick of having their toes in the sand, yeah. you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, and Joey Saul, I think that this is, like, the most hard-hitting take because the fact of the matter is, like, he kind of framed this as, like, oh, my audience is all recreationals. They're, like, tech startup guys and they play poker six times a year. And it's, like, they could just reduce that to three if it makes them happier. It's, like, okay, guru. Like, no one gives a fuck. They don't need, <laughs> to, they don't need to hear yeah, that. Yeah, that's, like, whatever. They'll just play when they want anyway. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> this is the take because these are the people who are really reading these threads. Yeah. And it's, like, good luck telling somebody who's in red chip hell who has to play 125 hour or 120 hours a month just to break even that they should only play when they feel like it because they wouldn't have had a session since 2012 if that was the case. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth, man. Like when you're an aspiring pro who's trying to graduate out of the stakes, you know you're caught in the fucking trap when you're in the trap. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're grinding out 2-5 for rent money with the aspirations of playing 10-20-40 someday, there's no fucking part of you that wants to show up day in and day out. Right. When you're 
uh, 50 pounds overweight and your aspirations are at some point be a fitness influencer or something along those lines and just be shredded to the core. Mm-hmm. You know how hard it is to show up day three sore as fuck mm-hmm. and hit the squat rack? Yeah. No do. one does that, you know? Like, you're not... You, you have to kind of, like, sportify these things and you have to see it the way... One thing that, like, one correlation that always spoke to me because, obviously, I, I think it's, like, just ingrained in me a little bit, but Elliot was really great at pulling that part out where it was treat it as though you're a professional athlete. Mm. Just anything you do with importance in your life, just treat it as though it's a part of the training to be the professional athlete. Right. And it's like, if you're a poker player, that's pretty easy to make that parallel. It's like, yeah, you're not going out and smashing anyone in the face on Sunday and then getting talked about on the only friends podcast on Monday. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, maybe if you go out and you wreck Santos for a big pot, that actually will happen. Mm -hmm. So you, you kind of do just start to glorify a little bit of like, okay, all of the fucking prep is for me to show up. Yeah, I think that I'm definitely missing that glorify part. Right. Like, I don't feel like... That's the allure of tournaments. Yeah. Right. Because it's baked mm-hmm. in. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I don't feel in tournaments either. Well, because you I, never win. Right, yes. right. If you That's wanna, right. Like, if you, no, if you I won, never won a live tournament. Yeah, like, say you would have just ripped off a bracelet this summer, this past summer. I probably would be in there you in, would in the be trenches playing, and losing, so, losing all of it back. You'd be so excited <laughs> about the WPT coming I'd up. I'd be like, and, I'd be in chalk yeah. chalk just fucking mm-hmm. firing. Yeah, probably. you'd be traveling all around. Probably not, but I would I would definitely lose some back. Yeah. <laughs> but you, would, you would you would you would look forward to tournaments and you would enjoy them, I, them well because i would have that you'd be chasing that, that memory yeah. of the feeling mm-hmm. of that right but um well I, yeah and i i think i've had moments in cash but obviously i've never had any uh, glory moments in. Cash. i mean i play low stakes so i've never had glory moments so yeah maybe i need to do some like i need to get a little delulu yeah being delulu is nice uh it's Wait, it, delusional uh, there, come there, on, tortoise! Come on, tortoise! Keep up, man! <laughs> Lulu. The, the the millennials. It's the Lulu. The millennials are out, bro. The, 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 the millennials are, are cringe now. Can you believe yeah, it? Uh, I hate you all. And and Gen Z is becoming cringe too. Like, like they were always like, fucking cringe. Like having, yeah. having a menti B. Yeah, no, that's out. That's old. Oh, like, see, I don't know. Like, see, I thought I thought that was is new. Out. Like all these, like it's crazy. I, I can't keep up. I thought I was. I thought I was on top of it with Menti B. There, there's this. Uh, <laughs> you probably haven't seen it, but we've definitely posted the group a bunch. There's this like guy who who does like these reviews of other videos, and he just constantly goes. Jesus Christ on a motorbike. Are you the Lulu? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Salulu. Uh, uh-huh. It's very funny. Um, but yeah, like uh, my my version of delusional is is different. And, well, I should say it's changed. When I was younger, I did have that like delusions of grandeur, where yeah. it was just like, oh yeah, I'm going to play this two five game because soon enough I'm going to be playing for millions of dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it literally I was just that. convincing yourself that, right? Yeah. My delusion, I guess, is like mature. Well, delusional because it kind of actually happened for you. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I know you manifested it. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Uh, you need you need that Dunning Kruger. Uh, it was delusional point. for me. <laughs> sure, I never got to play for me. Hey, we, who knows? Who you knows? Know, you might get staked That's into true. the big game or something. That's true. You ain't dead yet. You ain't dead yet. Um, but like for me now, it's just it, it's changed drastically in the sense that like what allows me to be delusionally optimistic now is hearing experts talk about tangible things that can be measured and what the like what what to glean off of that right so uh, a good example of this is there was a study done with olympic athletes uh i can't recall when or or who did it but um effectively they polled them when they came in for their their training and they asked them like how they felt on a scale of one to ten uh and what ended up happening was on days where they ranked the lowest like sub five they actually were most primed to work out. So what they did is they pulled them and then they had them hooked up to like, you know, for us it would be a whoop, but for them it was something much more advanced that would measure all their biomechanics and all their biometrics. And the days that they came in and they're like, I just feel like a two, I'm sloshed. Like I'm never going to get started. I I just don't want to work out today. Mm -hmm. Everything was like prime. They were like 95% recovered. With working out, I've noticed that. And it's like, even on my whoop, if it's sort of like yellow or something or like kind of low, I feel like I have a better workout because yeah. I'm like 
pushing it like I, i'm like i know i'm like kind of working against something here so i gotta kind of put but then when i'm like 97 i feel like I'm like why do i feel like shit well that's a little <laughs> bit different because like you're getting true signal right but like yeah. in this instance they were trying to demonstrate that the signal and the noise were being conflated okay right so the 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 what was being treated as a signal is how one felt Right. But that was truly the noise because when they looked at the biomechanics, they actually were like prime. Mm -hmm. They're like fully recovered. Well, it's almost like that's the resistance coming up because it know your body knows you're prime. Right. It's resisting. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Like let's continue this rest phase. Yeah. Because we're gonna have a like, big fight feel down the line. We're or so something. good yeah. right now. Let's continue it. But it that comes up as resistance. Right. And then that your mind conflates that with like, oh, I must not be feeling good, so yeah. I've got to stay like this. Yeah. So like for me, like that level of delusion is, is very easy to then bake in where it's just like, oh, I feel like shit today. Well, that's fine. There's, there's science on this that I'm <laughs> supposed to feel like shit on days that I'm going to crush. Yeah. And like, you just convince yourself of that mm -hmm. to some degree. And now all of a sudden it's like all days are kind of good days uh -huh. in, in some sort of regard, you know? Yeah. And, you either feel good or you feel bad, but you know, you're going to crush. Right. Yeah. And it's like, maybe you do a couple extra things that, that kind of like get you in a little bit different state of mind like whether it's listening to a different set of music or uh you know taking a little more caffeine than usual whatever like do you like you know at, at the end of the day we shouldn't be like completely deprived of things that that give us joy but like the stimulants yeah exactly <laughs> you know what i'm talking about but like you know also at the end of the day we we should have some level of purpose and whether that purpose is as shallow as playing a stupid game for a living mm -hmm. or it's as profound as like trying to solve fucking homelessness worldwide uh, you, you kind of don't get the option to just wake up each day. And yeah, be like, there's a grind ah. in each one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to opt out today. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, fuck you. You're not. Yeah. yeah. It's like somebody's relying on you, mm -hmm. even if it's just you. You know, you got to get out there and you got to put in the fucking work. And that is my banal platitude of the day. <laughs> um, let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, I thought this was a pretty interesting tweet. I'd like to hear you guys' take on it. So, Dean Eggs. It sounds as though he's in uh, a little bit of baby making <gasps> mindset. Really? Well, oh, I, oh, I did see that, and I was like, hmm, "Yeah, well, I, you don't have kids." I'm quite projecting here, but you know, are it's, you it's, in a baby making mindset? It's no, no, no. I mean, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm not projecting my feelings onto him. I'm projecting okay. my speculation <laughs> oh, okay. onto him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" No, 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 no. Gonna no. Tell us. Uh, but it is cuffing season. My man just got a new house. You mm -hmm. know, the wifey. She Looks might be. Nice, uh, she might be giving him a little elbow to the ribs like hey it's time so he says what are your thoughts on teaching your kids money skills with this method when they're five or six years old give them five dollars a week make them keep a log three dollars for spending one dollar for giving one dollar for saving teaching them to be smart with spending while also learning the value of giving and saving i Which, have no idea because i did not get taught any of this stuff same and so I don't even know. I mean, I need someone to do that with me now. Oh, I got taught all this stuff in a very, very different, like very different way. I mean, yeah. because yeah, my mom was like a degenerate spender, and then we didn't, and then we didn't have any money. So it was like very either like we have all the money or we have nothing. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I never learned um, financial stuff, so I have no idea how I would go about teaching a kid. Yeah. I just hope I marry an accountant. I know that one one dollar for giving seems a lot. That seems like 20%, a twenty percent. Yeah, twenty percent of, of your, your money is just salary. Gone. Well, maybe you should take some for taxes. Teach them about taxes. <laughs> sure, that's what the savings for. That's gonna that's, oh. their savings is going then, to the government. Yeah, you, you take their savings at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you got to save it so you can give it to the IRS. <laughs> well, uh, but, I think I think the notion of whether it's twenty percent or whatever. Uh, for giving uh, i think that's i think that's the biggest thing that i am currently taking away from this exercise is the notion that the money is never really yours and being generous is it has its benefits mm -hmm. i think at that age they don't value money that much which is why you want to even do this exercise yeah and because they don't value that money that much you can really kind of ingrain in them that like giving has a lot of benefits that aren't obvious to you what do you mean by but the money? Then is how do yours? they how do they real how do they realize that benefit? Like, do they get um, because like it's just it's just being given, right? So right. they don't see the benefit of it. They're just like, well, I could have more. Well, 
Well, no, it depends who they're giving it to, right? Like, they could give it to a friend, and that can make oh, their okay, friend very okay. happy. Yeah, so uh, they, they, they actually give it. Yeah, they could give it to an elderly woman. Like, I learned a lot of these skills uh, as far as, like, being generous and being a community and, and things like that through growing up poor mm -hmm. because we didn't have money to navigate these scenarios, right? So a lot of, like, what I learned was bartering, I guess, like, just labor, Okay. You know, like my friend uh, Jason and I, we used to just like on on school day or on snow days where where um, school was closed or whatever, we would wake up early and we would just go door to door and offer to shovel people snow, mm -hmm. asking for nothing. Mm -hmm. And then when we got paid, we were happy. Right. But like oftentimes, you know, it would just be an elderly woman. We would shovel out her driveway and that would just be what it. The fuck? That's fucked up. It's she not didn't give though. you any little little candy or anything. Nothing. No, it, uh, <laughs> it's shovel your driveway. No, it's opposite. I, I remember the story very well. She was like really mad at us for doing it, um, but I think it's because she had like some expectation that she had to do something oh, in return for oh, us okay. or, she or whatever. She was getting scammed. Right, but like we were just we, yeah, we were literally just like you know <laughs> I didn't offer, I didn't ask for the service. <laughs> it's like right. when a guy gives you his mixtape and then is like, no, you got to give me five bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like no, we're just like eight years old and we're cheap labor like. <laughs> you know you look like you need to get your car out so uh -huh. we did and one guy i remember his, his car was started we got we got blistered with snow we must have gotten a foot and his car was covered and like he had, he just started it hoping the snow would like melt off but meanwhile like it's up to his car door so we shoveled him out so he could go to work mm -hmm. like you know he was super thrilled about it gave us like five bucks each or whatever we didn't care we we were just like happy to do it because just like a hundred bucks now right <laughs> yeah easy it's <laughs> <laughs> not that bad um but you know it was one of those things where it was like it really taught us the value of being a part of a, a community at large because him and i both grew up very poor mm -hmm. so we relied on others in a lot of ways for very simple i guess you essential needs value yeah exactly yeah. And, and yeah, you kind of understand that you don't really come to a negotiation asking for something if you don't have something to offer right. to begin with, or you haven't already paid it forward. Uh, and the irony from that is that I can't speak for Jace, but like for me personally, I have a horrible, horrible time of asking for help. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know why, because I mentally, like, I like to pay it forward as much as possible in case I ever do struggle or need something, but God forbid, like you ever has to have to ask for it. Yeah. Um, I think using dollars though as a substitute for that is a really good way, especially with kids, because the money doesn't matter. So Guapa asked, like, what do you mean the money was never really yours? Well, it's just a conduit, right? Like it's just a thing that passes through our hands to gather other things. Yeah. Whether that's needs or wants. Mm -hmm. Uh there, there's really no need to collect them beyond like whatever power you can manifest by having a bunch of them. You're investing. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's tricky because the exercise on its head or on its face, rather, I guess, uh, is is pretty good, I think. Um, but when you break it down a little bit further, like from a financial standpoint of like what lessons are you really trying to teach? It's like, well, if you save the dollar, it's actually uh, losing more money to inflation <laughs> right. than right. it would be. Well, if there's you a were whole nother like financial <laughs> lesson <laughs> right. uh, buried beneath yeah. like Correct. the yeah. lesson that of you should save your money, but you should save it in a smart way. You should right? let you them should invest get, in like should... a shit coin, and exactly. then like it's yeah. like yeah. okay, do you want to mm -hmm. invest in this one thing where you could make a hundred times a dollar mm -hmm. or lose all of it? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. Yeah. The problem <laughs> is, I think then you then you just have a degenerate yeah, gambling. That's gonna be me. I'm like. So we have these shit coins. Which one? My dad used to do that when he was picking like stocks. He'd be like, he'd be like, pick, pick some. Yeah. He thought I was like lucky. Honestly, that could be a good lesson. To, to the problem is, I think that they would end up too risk averse. But if right. you just set them up and said like, okay, we're gonna do some fake investing. Like yeah. here are all the shit coins that you can offer. And then like once a week, you just come back and you go, it went to zero. It, it, yeah. It's like it's mooning. They're like, yeah. yeah. But you just rug them on yeah. all of them. Oh no, the developer ran off with all the money. Yep, yeah. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, it's like a game of Oregon Trail where instead of getting... <laughs> I think I'm going to fuck up my kids so much with this one. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Instead of getting like snake bitten in the night and losing a, man, a member of your trail, like every single one is like, uh -huh. the investor ran off with everything. Yeah. It was a pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, mom, what's a pyramid scheme? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do like the idea of, of teaching financial models to to kids yeah, at a young age for sure because they don't do it in school or at least they didn't no. do it when we when we went to school they didn't do it from right so it's just like 
being able to say like you have this amount of money and here's your budget. So being able to take the $3 and make it last for everything you need for the week, being able to show that you should take some of that money, set it aside for, you know, harder times. And, and then also being able to take another portion of it and help somebody else is also rewarding. Some kids are really entrepreneurial these Mm -hmm. days. Like they're going to school, like selling bracelets, like they're making stuff, selling it. They're like, collecting like their little points from class and selling them like yeah, yeah. some kids like hustle i yeah. sold dirty magazines in junior high <laughs> <laughs> of course Strong. you did yeah. i sold yeah. weed <laughs> yeah. i smoked all of it i, I didn't make money <laughs> I, I assume you had uh leaf through them all first uh well yeah i gotta make sure that the content is right yeah you know the guapo seal of <laughs> approval right. stuck together <laughs> it's like all right 3.99 and each one comes with the guapo seal of approval which is page 59 stuck to 58 <laughs> they're like bro this is used uh, you're goddamn right it is yep. oh man kids huh yeah, kids. yeah I mean, how scary is that <laughs> yeah pretty scary <laughs> pretty scary oh man um, i think i think melissa you might be the only one here uh on the in the podcast that actually wants kids <laughs> I, I think yeah, yeah. am i well, guapa yeah. already has a vasectomy guapa's out yeah i'm La, out lamana has made we, it made very clear to, to michelle <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's a it's a, a he put his decision. foot down on one issue and one issue alone no. <laughs> no. oh my god you'd be such a good dad though yeah you would yeah Papa i mean with the, with the jokes probably well, yeah. you can be my kid's <laughs> uncle yeah Good uncle. Uh, I'd, I'd maybe wait till they're like the creepy Taylor Swift yeah. uncle. So like Taylor Swift no, is like would, out of their peripheral. I would be taking them to Taylor Swift concerts. Like how great yeah, of an uncle would that be? No, 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 no. <laughs> they can't be going to that shit. <laughs> that would be great. Would be in my white Sprinter van. <laughs> it's a black Sprinter van. Uh, sure, of course. <laughs> kind of want to get one. Um, let's do in the muck to to wrap this this. Uh, Oh, oh no no no! Let's not. We got something else. Let's not. We got to do uh, Twitter Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Let's get past oh, it. Yeah. Um, we'll do the in the muck Thursday because we have Matt Hunt tomorrow for Strat Chat. Um, okay, so yesterday we put out a Twitter Tuesday prompt. It was, "What are you wishing for in December?" Hashtag Twitter Tuesday, and we got a picture of old Sleepy Joe about to light his face on fire. <laughs> Is that <laughs> legitimately like eighty some candles? <laughs> I mean, it might be. That's a that's, that's a torch. It's a fucking blowtorch. Mm-hmm. How old is he? Like a hundred. It's I think seventy nine or eighty uh, yeah. or eighty. Did he just turn eighty? Um, sounds about right. Yeah. I think that's eighty candles. That's too damn mm-hmm. old. I think that's eighty candles. I really do. Uh, I'm not even sure there's a cake there. It might just be eighty candles. Actually, I, I think he's seventy nine. Wow, well, let's seventy eight or seventy nine. <laughs> Okay. Let's, Just get let's the candles like that say true. the number. Why do you have to put so many? Yeah, let's not go. So, so, it's I mean, a hazard. This, this is crazy. He's a president. Like, <laughs> you don't want to. Not like this. Bro, yeah, bro's gonna catch on fire. <laughs> not like this. Uh, the the hilarity of this account is eighty-one. That, okay. Good. Good job, man. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> really he's old. Tried he's to so old. It for yeah, seventy-nine. Fucking, fucking Trump's old too. Trump's older, isn't 77. he? Seventy-seven. Oh. God, he's he looks wearing, like he's shit. He's not wearing the age as Well, yeah. He, he, he yeah. Aged it's funny bit. because Trump, like, he doesn't, like, he's only a few years younger, but, like, all the memes and everything is, like, Biden, the Roomba Biden. Because, well, like, because he is, Biden has right, dementia. Right. It looks right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, he's going to seem older. Yeah. I, I think Trump does, too. He just hides it better. <laughs> he might. I mean, he might, but it, I can't tell. Yeah. But, like, Biden just seems like a. Uh, an old grandpa. Yeah. He is. Yeah. The, neither one of yeah. them look good because neither one of them <laughs> look good. Can we get like a 40 year old? Yeah. You know? yeah. So we don't have right. to worry about him going into dementia Obama like halfway was like through his 40, term. 40, 40, let's get one of these, let's 40, get one of these uh, crypto developers in office. Yeah. You know? like, like, going, fuck, uh, legalize run the, it. Run the country. <laughs> yeah, Who gives a what, shit? It doesn't matter. They're <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a fucking yeah, talking yeah. head anyway. How old is The Rock? 51 maybe nah, he's got I dark he has, secrets uh, i don't trust him I don't dark secrets. actually i met him when i was 10 he was really nice so i feel a little bad but i think he has dark secrets he made it very clear him. he didn't want to run for what office president doesn't have dark well, secrets yeah that's true but the rock <laughs> i think it has a sinister side mm. and i don't because he seems is so it that one eyebrow that goes up is that well, what does it yeah for but you? he seems so nice and everyone's like the rock's yeah, such like, a good what's guy his angle? anyone who's like a good guy and so nice like what's yeah what are you hiding because you're not uh he's, he's like low-key uh um 
a fan of Infowars. Yeah, or I don't know. He's like, you know, has like a trafficking operation or something. Sure, like, sure. That he's little a, more he's of a stretch. A, he's an evil mastermind with a lair in like South Dakota. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, you think he'd get Stone Cold as his running mate? Just okay, really, he would win if he did. Yeah, right? just really bring like, America back to America. The, oh my god! South, I mean, sure. that, yeah. would, yeah. so, that would be so. That would be so hype. Oh, the whites! I, he, I think that's the if he was going <laughs> to run, that would be the strategy. The, the the whites would come out in droves to vote the for what? <laughs> the whites. Not the whites. I mean, everyone that was watching TV in the nineties. Could you imagine The Rock giving like an eloquent uh, speech at the podium? And then just the glass shatters, and Stone Cold brings <laughs> up two so Bud Lights and just smashes them together. Well, don't the, forget, do you, it can't be Bud Lights. Yeah, it's going to be Bud Lights. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We would once again yep. be na there would be right. nationalism everywhere. Go America! If yeah. that was the way it was, it yeah. would be so hype. It would it would be a great joint effort too. Like you would have literally the whitest guy in America as hillbilly Stone Cold gets, mm -hmm. and then you would and have, have Samoan. a Samoan black man. Yeah. As the president, like just tying it all together, yeah. they'd be bass fishing on the weekends. No more golf. What's These golf? guys are too big for golf. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're right. gonna go in a golf cart. Yeah, fuck that. We're <laughs> gonna go hook some. We're gonna hook some largemouth. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you're gonna see these these these. You're gonna start fighting animals with their bare hands on, right. on the White House. Yeah. Lifting weights every day. Yeah. Oh yeah, get Squats. Arnold in there. Yeah. Squats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? Hulk Hogan comes for Thanksgiving. Oh, well, Hulk what, is might he not bad? be. Yeah. What happened? He got canceled. I a while back there was what a whole. What do you do? There was Everyone's canceled these days. I can't keep up. There was a whole thing. What the hell? What? He was acting like he. What did he do? It was a big Netflix doc. You, what? I, I'm surprised you didn't see it. It was like 2017. Oh yeah, brother. He did <laughs> oh, something. Oh yeah, brother. Uh, it was just like something with his wife and like one of his friends and I don't know, like something sexual. There was so, a lot of what, weird he things his that friend happened. Friend and wife. No, no. I think he might have like watched him <laughs> fuck her. I think. Well, why is there a good documentary? We kink shaming on documentary. I don't, honestly, I don't remember the documentary well enough. I just remember he was a bad guy at the end. But I still love the Hulkster. That's I, I say my prayers and eat my vitamins. I, I just, I can't keep up. Oh, Everyone's yeah, canceled these days. I'm surprised The Rock's still around with his dark secrets. <laughs> anyway, sort of Tuesday. I think The Rock is safe. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, the hilarity of this account is that in literally two weeks, it will no longer exist. But the Berkey Bitch Slap Tracker <laughs> says, I think we all know exactly what everyone's wishing for. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, all you need is a miracle, sir, because mm -hmm. it's, it's all but over. Jersey Joe comes into my defense. He says... Conrad to get bitch slapped. <laughs> oh, I didn't even consider that. Like, do I do I hit him with a backhand? Maybe no. Mm. Can't use the back. Backhands back hand. are pretty. Yeah, I think Guapo sets the rules. He's the oh, fight there's guy. Something like it's very. So, it's so disrespectful. disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. Remember, remember the guy who like came into I don't know if it was like an in and out or a five oh, guys God, or whatever. He licked his hand oh, first. Yeah. yeah. He looked yeah. he looked like Christian. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the oh, one that everybody God. kept posting and yeah. said is this chin. Yeah, yeah it did so look like it. Licked the back of his hand and just like, oh man, that I don't Knocked know. Knocked the guy sounds, clean out. That sounds nice. That sounds nice. Maybe I maybe I work on that one. I'm gonna go hit the bag a little bit later yeah. today. Yeah. We're gonna work yeah. on two techniques. We're gonna see you which get one. Get one of those guys, those like half torsos with the, yeah. the jelly. Yeah, 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 the the ballistic gel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that idea too. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, there it is. Yes, there there is. So, how'd you find that? <laughs> oh my god, it looks so much like him. That's he so searched Christian Soto yes. bitch slap. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the uh, the video you need to keep showing every time we talk about it. Yeah, that's facts. <laughs> that is facts. Man, that's gonna be Conrad so soon. I can't oh. wait. Uh, Fane at its Fane says, I'm wishing for Conrad to get slapped by Berkey. Literally, it's going on my Christmas list. Wow. Guess what, Fane? Santa's coming early this year, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you can put that one on the calendar somewhere in mid-December. I can promise you that. Uh, Jason Pedigo at Get Knit Gaming says, wishing for Svenless tables at the WPT mm -hmm. World Championship yeah. next Good month. That's not going to happen either. Not going to happen. Well, happen, but it's but what a lot of Sven's it? going to the Bahamas. That is true. A lot, a lot of Sven's are already in Vegas. That's yeah, true too. there's a lot of Sven's that out true. there. That's there's they're a everywhere. Lot of them. That is true. Mm -hmm. They're coming in flocks. They, mm -hmm. they travel in flocks. Where do you think yeah. Lewis is headed to next? Right now, he's in Florida wearing a scarf in 80 degree weather. <laughs> Where do you think his next stop is? Bahamas or Vegas? Probably Bahamas. It's closer uh, uh, to What is Florida. the correct term I think Bahamas. for a flock There's more of Svens? 
A flock of Sven. That is a great question. That might be the T-shirt idea. Mm. A, flock a flock of, of Svens. Svens. A flock of Svens. Yeah, that's a great band name. Mm-hmm. Just flock of seagulls. It, it, yeah, flock it could Svens. be a it could be a cover band for flock of seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a flock of Svens. I like uh. that. Um, Andrew Moss Eth says a small scale model of the win for my bookshelf. Oh, that could be arranged. A lot, nice. lot of a lot of tournaments coming up at the win soon enough. Uh, baby dick shout out to my man he sends me a video like daily in my instagram uh very rarely do i think it's good enough to share but the other day i shared one where he was chasing a deer down the highway oh, <laughs> oh what's going on here little buddy yes <laughs> he's looking for consensual coitus uh you're a little weird there baby That's dick so weird, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> uh at Derek vest says a decent run of cards clear thoughts and the patience to maximize the opportunity see now that's a man mm-hmm. who understands the cornerstones you right. know it's like he almost listened to this pod first I retroactively know. made yeah. this tweet uh and then i said i would like for bitcoin to double so the 200 400 starts to run again poker mm. gets good when it's on its way right. it's so good it, it hit really uh, good. 38k today okay tell me when it hits 50 I need to know when it hits 50. It might before the end of the show. Oh, man. Let's, let's pray. That'd be crazy. Let's pray. Uh, you, you got any news for us? Well, I had a little topic, but I think it, might, it probably would go on too long. I, right. For my weird news, I was going to do a topic. Oh. Well, okay. Okay. Breaking news. The show's over. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. That's it for us. Um... Want to remind everybody that the new season of Poker Out Loud came out yesterday. Guap, Stand up game. You want to give them a little tease of what we got going on here for season ten. You're gonna go ahead and roll that. Uno momento. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do when I hit a good segue. <laughs> Looks like a overbet coming in. It might be the only size that starts to make me consider folding. I think I need to be defending most of my middle pairs and in a spot where seven deuce is on, you need to be leaning towards call with a lot of these mixed strategy buff catchers on the river. I'm not saying I just like call 100% of them, but uh, King 10 looks like a, a pretty good candidate. Call. Go ahead. I thought you beat me at first. That's why I said good hand. I was, I was confused. No. I was like, no it's way he called with what he's like. It's no gonna be on table like with fucking yeah. trolling. <laughs> the one and only Nick Howard is back for season ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, still can't read a board or his own hand, I guess. Uh, but hell of a call there, picking off Matt Hunt. Timestamp, bro. You can see him in the shot. Shout out to Nick Seward. He is also on season 10, as well as Jeremiah, myself, and uh, Josh. Nick with another score. Yeah. He got, yeah, he, I think he chopped and he got second place money maybe for at, down in Florida. Oh, okay. For 1700. Wow. Mm-hmm. I just, he keeps doing We're going to have to stop calling him timestamp. Not, not 1700. Timestamp, bro. Time I mean, we got to put some respect on that name. Well. He'll always be time. He will always bro. be time. Tony Reality is always he can, win the main, he can win the main event. Yeah, <laughs> Tony Reality has be. been hosting uh, around the horn for 25 years. He's still stat boy. Yeah, that is true. I knocked yeah. him out of the main NAPT. Oh, okay. Sorry, buddy. That's a little different. Mm. Yep. <laughs> also brutal. You know the main. <laughs> the main NAPT. The, the, the NAPT. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, you want to know why he's having all these scores? He went to, why don't you tell me? He fucking shows up, man. He does. He shows he just up. He plays. He mm-hmm. plays every goddamn day. He texts mm-hmm. Landon. He goes, what should I play today? There's nothing like major going on. It's between any one of these three dailies or, uh, you know, staying home and grinding wizard. He also has a subscription at Software Wide. That's I, true. Uh, that might also have something think, to do with it. You know it. what? Actually. Your <laughs> subscription actually for... I believe a hundred dollars off. Yeah, three ninety nine right mm-hmm. now. Three ninety nine. Black Friday sale. It might as well Friday. be three ninety nine. Free. <laughs> That's facts. Uh, uh, you can also get this T shirt. This beautiful. 
Beautiful. <laughs> it's really chilling. T-shirt. Let him go. Let a man go. You know, the, you can go to you can go to academy.softwarewide.io. <laughs> click the merch button. Get the in the muck shirt. You that's right. We the, got the new in the muck shirt. Out loud shirt. The academy coming up January fifteenth to the seventeenth. Got it all. You sign up before December fifteenth. You get a five hundred dollar discount on that's that. Right. Uh, I don't know if we have the merch picks or not, but yeah, there's a new in the muck T-shirt. You guys can check that out as well as a what is different. Mm, we got we, we got to get can you can you order us some of these yeah. yes i can i would like to to rock a little what is different mm -hmm. down to the bellagio yeah in the muck is nice yeah yeah we got the in the muck mm -hmm. uh that's the one we went with should we give one to sashimi i, I think it's <laughs> only, like a piece offering? i think it's only fitting. i think it would be nice yeah yep yeah, Shimi, I mean, why don't you just email us your email at, your, us address your address, and we'll we'll go ahead and uh, ship that right. Over I mean, to that you. is kind of the the funny part about all this is like it, it's it's kind of like thought to be a callback to you. I know, and it's attached to you. But the truth is, the catchphrase kind of came from Shimi. She yeah. gets all the credit for that. We should probably <laughs> cut true. her in. That is true. <laughs> all right, one ninety nine coming your way. One dollar and ninety nine cents. <laughs> Uh, all right, that's gonna do it for us. We're gonna get out of here. I'm gonna head down to the Bellagio to go, uh, you know, show up. I don't feel like it, <laughs> yep. but Guapo uh, and I are gonna show up to the jewel. I'll that's go right. show up. Yeah, I'll do it. Everybody, go show up. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Hopefully, you show up here as well. Matt Hunt will be here at noon Pacific, as always. Strat Chat Wednesday. We'll be discussing Game of Gold, some of the hands that were played there, and uh, how. Tomorrow's episode advances things. We'll see you guys all then. Peace. Peace.